Welcome to Cardio Garage. I'm Corey Cope. I'm Freddie Wolf. Oh, kickstart for you for March 21st, 2022. Ooh, yeah. You know what today is? Today's the first day of shooting on this project I'm on. Not really? It's the first day? First day but of shooting. I today. feel like it's been forever because <sighs> this pre-pro has been... Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. I feel like, uh, you know what the best thing about today is? It means there's only 20 more days <laughs> to go. 20. 20 days. Yeah. Oh, you guys, that's only three weeks. I thought it was longer. Nope. It's a 20 day shoot. Is that so, fully? It's, and it's all in Pasadena? Uh, two day, uh, one day in Burbank. Okay. And then, yeah, the rest of it's all in Pass. Pass. Oh, joy. Cause that's such a great place to drive to in, in the morning. Uh, well, you know, at least I can take the 210. That's and it's true. going against traffic. So it's not terrible. Yeah. And I don't have to get, I don't have to stay on the 210. I just get off at the California Del Mar exit. That works. You know, and all of our locations are like three minutes from each other in Pasadena. <laughs> that works too. Yeah. It all works perfectly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, work. We're both working and working. And obviously the the sporadic release of episodes, some of it was out of our hands. Some of it's just that we haven't recorded. So there would have been a gap at some point. There yeah, man, look, it, it happens. Work stoppage. It's a work gap. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, um, you know, there's some things going on, you know, things that are happening, music, a lot of live music's happening. A lot of live people music. Aren't, people's masks are coming off everywhere. Yeah. Um, you know, watch people. Uh, <laughs> Pasadena is funny, man. Like I watch some people like, it's very funny because it's either they're serious about no mask or they're serious about mask. Like yeah. it's weird. You know, I walked into the uh, Starbucks and, uh, only people had masks on were the people behind the counter. Jeez. And the person standing next to me said, why do you have a mask on? You don't have to wear that. And I was like, who are you and why do you care? Yeah. I was I said, watching. I, I said, I'm sick. I was watching a, a streamer over in the last week walking around Disneyland, you know, and she's, she's hanging out at Disneyland. And this was, this one specifically was on uh, Saturday. And the only time they weren't masked up is when they were eating. And I was surprised. I mean, I thought, I mean, I mean, guaranteed it's Orange County, but hasn't Orange County been super, like even super loose about everything from the beginning? They haven't been following LA County rules, but, um, so here, what you would have thought this video was shot three months ago, but it, I mean, it was a live stream, but <laughs> you would have thought it was older than it was if you watched back playback. And I was surprised, honestly, I mean, like your experience and my experience lately has been, uh, it seems to be whatever I feel like doing, <laughs> whatever right. you feel like doing. And uh, we talked about Batman, the Batman, and it being three hours long. And I just can't do it. You know, I, I also, even, even if you went to Lemley here, where you have a little more control over how many people sit around you buy, how many seats you buy. I just can't sit for three hours in a movie theater with strangers right now. I just can't. I mean, I don't, I, three years ago, I don't know if I would have done it. <laughs> three hours is still a long fucking movie. Dude, I never want to sit through a three hour movie. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I, I Maybe just because, I don't know, man. There there was a time where I used to like look at like, oh, like like when True Lies came out. Oh man, I like that ran that window of time. I wanted to see how long a movie was because I wanted, obviously you wanted to be longer than you wanted to get more for your bang for your buck. You didn't want to see an 88 minute movie. You want to see a 120 minute movie when you want to get what you pay for it. And I, I, I don't feel that way as much anymore. It just depends on what it is. 
but I'm finding that since limited series are so much part of our storytelling world now. And I've, I'm so used to it now. I'm used to, if I'm putting sitting down, watching something on Hulu, like Pam and Tommy or, or something like, well, like I mentioned recently, Dope Sick and The Dropout, those kinds of things were, I mean, all uh, funny thing is, I mean, all three of those are, are real life adaptations and, and put in a narrative, but not every episode is the same length because they're all me for Hulu. So they're the, they, they tell the story they need to tell and per episode based on whatever story they're trying to tell globally and feel like a movie that's three hours long is probably a four episode miniseries and with some extra stuff added in to make it four digestible episodes. I just feel like three hours is too much for one person to sit down for one movie. And I have a friend that saw a fucking movie twice over a weekend. Why? <laughs> Roger? I'm a kid. Right? I was a Roger. I mean, maybe Roger did see it twice over the weekend. Who knows? Dude, who has that kind of time? It's my question. I don't. I don't have time to see it once. I don't, don't really care I that said, much. Well, I'm being, I'm, I, I, I mean, look, there's, there's people that are creative and there's people that are just enjoy enjoying the create the, the creativity of seeing it or watching it or listening to it or whatever. I, I just, that's a lot, man. I mean, I, it's, I'm sitting there saying this in the back of my mind, like I'm, I'm on major repeat viewing lately. I've been watching a lot of my same movies over and over again. The ones I kind of, my comfort movies kind of like parks, Parks and Rec are my, my comfort movie TV show. And this is that I'm finding myself watching more comfort movies, like say anything and, and watch this movie is part of my comfort zone. Uh, the one we have coming up uh, next week that we just recorded. Um, I'll save that for you. <laughs> but it, it, lots of repeats on that side of things. And I dove back into the TV show on now. I mean, the, the, the series on Netflix called Love. Um, with Jillian Jacobs and Paul Rust and those kinds of things. I, I'm I just right now, I don't, because there's so much out there. We talk about like, there's so much stuff to digest. I'm, I'm finding myself, well, what do I know that I like? And I can just kind of relax in and just enjoy. And that's what I've been doing. Just watching a lot of things. It's weird, know. man. I haven't, I was saying, someone was asked, people keep texting me. Hey, have you watched it? What do you think of that? I, I haven't watched shit for like, I haven't turned my TV on really for three weeks. Yeah. Other than to watch Josie and Strange Brew. Um, I'm, it's funny. I haven't jumped into anything. I haven't finished anything that we had talked about <laughs> that I had started. It's just like, I, I, it's weird. Like I just get home and I don't even fucking go to the TV. It's very, you know, I just don't want to turn it on. I think it's all the driving and just work and then getting home and it's like, ugh can't bring myself to it sucks because you know it's kind of how i chill and relax but i'm answering emails and shit till 10 o'clock before i go back to sleep it's just work from home it's great man don't have an office it's awesome fuck that <laughs> except for it's, it's not it's except for it's not awesome and it's not you know the thing about that how they get you is it's just you know because i feel like i feel like we're creatures of habit and if you when do you call it a day so that you're not you know you're not making, you're not winging your rate down to $4 an hour. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, you know, um, speaking, speaking of repeats, I, so I watched, I watched Scream 2022 again and cause it's on Paramount plus now, which we briefly talked about in our yeah. place movie episode about how Paramount plus is really becoming, as far as I'm concerned, the way 
and probably the future of all the streaming services are going to be doing things and get their own properties back, which is the whole point. Isn't that the whole point of why Disney acquired Fox to begin with is so they could have all that extra content. Yeah, you'd think, um, well, you know, here's, you know, we've talked about before our friend Tom up in, up in Canada, their Disney plus up there has a ton of Fox titles in there that we don't have down here. Like, like PG 13 R rated titles. It's not just, you know, keeping things family friendly, PG 13 and down like they do in the United States. So they are making use of it. It's just not in our territory, which is here we get back to that territory conversation again. So Paramount plus now has all four of the pre previous screen movies. And now they have scream 2022. They didn't have any of them before. Now they have all five of them. And I have to say, man, I enjoyed it the first time I'd seen it, but the watch second watch is so much better. You really appreciate how much, what they did. And it's not one of those things. Oh, you did it. It's, it's an admirable homage to Wes and the series. It just works. And uh, unlike Halloween kills, this movie works so fucking well. And it's brutal, dude. The kills are just, they're so fucking mean. You know, the big, clever thing that they used to do with those kills in, in the eighties and in the early nineties were going for the clever kill, right? With the saw movies or the final destination movies. I'm just trying to be cute with those, with how they killed and the unique ways they killed. But that was always a drive for us in those eighties slashers. Anyways, like, all right, it can't just be a kitchen knife, man. <laughs> it's gotta be something funny, like getting cut in half while you're walking on your hands you know that kind of thing. The kills in this are just so like, well, that's how that would happen. <laughs> you feel the pain of the people that are, that are getting murdered. And that's just, I think that's just the, why the tone of the movie works so much better than even the previous one. Scream 4 has been picking up more steam as far as, uh, as, far as people revisiting it and enjoying it more. But I think the problem, biggest problem that one movie had is that it, it was introducing a, a, a shift but like this, the way this movie successfully prepares the shift in the franchise, it basically fixes what they were trying to do with the fourth movie. They were trying to shift out of it and shift the legacy characters out. But I'm not going to spoil this movie if you haven't seen it yet. But it's on Paramount Plus now if you didn't want to go see the movie theater, which I appreciate why some of you wouldn't. But it's there now. And I can't tout Paramount Plus enough. So even if you were just going to do, if you haven't used your week, trial yet make up a new a gmail account right <laughs> get your seven days again and then watch all three all five movies again but i still feel i still feel that paramount plus is the best bang for your buck streaming service out there period you know the funniest thing about everything you just said i had no idea there were more than two screen movies yes you did i mean i knew the last one just came out but i've never seen three or four well are you but you knew they existed Maybe three I knew existed, but not four or five. I thought this was the fifth, fourth one. Wow, well, that's what people did not know. It. There was a did not know there was a four between yeah. the three. Must have come out like in 2012, 2011, something like that. Maybe four came out in twenty eleven. Four came out. Oh God, yeah. yeah. See, I think I, I think I saw maybe I no, I never saw three. I, I saw the I saw the one with Omar Epps. Right, that's the one that starts in the movie theater where he gets killed in the bath. I only saw the first two. That's the second one. Yeah. 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 Screen three, I think, was 2000? 2000, yeah, 2000. Wow, yeah. See, I don't, again, I was in the middle of all kinds of crazy shit at that point. So it doesn't yeah. shock me that I didn't see it. Yeah. 
But that was when Dimension was making all those awesome fucking things like the faculty. Like the, now, who owns all that stuff? Wait a second. Paramount oh, Plus? Paramount <laughs> Plus. I don't know. Did Paramount Plus pick a faculty yet? I yeah, know I think I, so. I know it's part. Excuse me. I know, I, think, part of that, I know it's part of the dimension deal and everything like that. I was just. Yeah, I think they did. Cause I think there's a, I think they put it out. Uh, I think at one point when we were doing the whole Blu-ray release thing, I think it was uh, one of the titles that we were excited that they were putting out. Yeah. Faculty's great. That's, that's another one of those ones where, you know, that was like, was that Robert's last, no, he came back to do a studio movie. That was a studio movie he came back for. Right. And um, I feel like. Cause he went away. <laughs> technically the technically the spy kids movies aren't really um no because he did the faculty and then i mean he did a few things for lava girl he, he did some things for that company I'm, whose names i'm not going to mention yeah the faculty yeah faculty is one faculty of those Blue movies <laughs> 9.99 right now uh that so so faculty he did and then he did uh well he did uh 2000, 2000 what was it when was that 99 the faculty um, yeah, it was right around the same yeah, time yeah. that everybody was doing the, uh, it was when all those movies were coming out, urban legends, you know, scream and then the million movies that scream spawned. Well, I think because because Robert did something, I'm trying to remember what else he did around that time for, I thought he did something else. He did a bunch of stuff. I mean, he, I mean, obviously he did this, he did doing what, didn't he do Desperado? Yeah. I mean, Desperado, but I, that was still once I, upon a time in once upon a time in Mexico. I think those were all still Columbia because Columbia bought El, El, El Mariachi. Yeah. 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 No, they, they were, but they, they were studio movies. You were talking about the, that other studio. Yeah. Yeah. And talk, I'm talking about, yeah, it's about that yeah. particular studio. Well, it Planet because Terror, he came that back. Studio. Yeah. Cause he came back for that because he, he had done El Mariachi and then he pulled the evil dead two thing. Cause Columbia gave more money since Desperado. And then once upon a time in Mexico, which is the, the third yeah. in the trilogy, but then Sin City is a, uh, yeah, it's, it is one, one of, of those. Movies. Yeah. From, yeah. so, but from dust till dawn was the first one he had done for them. But that was, you know, that was, was that before the faculty or after? No, no. Yeah. 96. 96. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. yeah. Early and, on. And then Sin City, he would do after faculty for that company. We're not going to talk about. And I will also won't talk about the fact there was a sequel to that. So. My favorite thing that he did ever is four rooms four rooms his, his his section of four rooms is pretty great yeah the little boy was just playing with his toes <laughs> yep <laughs> so gross there's dead hooker in the bed anyway so so yeah so robert did a lot of stuff so robert did i mean you think about it i i think for dimension slash miramax did, i, I want to say he he probably did just as many productions as quentin did for that for those studios seems right it seems that like, yeah and because you look you look at him now and he's always just i'm i'm back in austin doing my thing and a long time that's all he did and then came back and did a battle angel for um for cameron because which is still such a weird thing to me I'm like why would you come back and do that you know why would you why would you why wouldn't cameron just do it it wasn't like he was getting anywhere with this fucking avatar movie <laughs> sure um uh, just, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Especially after, I mean, didn't Cameron produce Dark Angel when it was uh, on Fox? Yep. Was that a Fox show? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing is when we they talked about Battle Angel Alita being done before Avatar came out. Because he said he was working on both movies at the same time. He was in pre-production on both. And nobody knew what they were going to do next. And everybody thought it was going to be Alita. So when there were some quote-unquote leaks 
of some of the, his drawings of the characters in Avatar, which we later know as Avatar. People are like going, what the hell is that? That's not an Alita. What is that? And it was this conversation that people were having online for a while. And then the beginning of the nerd culture online, which long before it became the toxic fucking bullshit that it is now. Well, at least less obvious. I'm sure it was always there. Sure. Um, it was weird because then you didn't hear about Alita forever until they went to production and then Robert came on that and did it. And that's the thing about Robert. He's so well-versed in all the positions to make a movie because the dude has done everything. The dude has done everything. And he's, I mean, even visual effects, he's done visual effects shots in his movies too, just so he understood how to, to communicate better with his VFX guys. You know, his compound in Austin is just the fucking coolest. And if you watch the, the DVD, Blu-ray DVD or Blu-ray behind the scenes for once upon a time in Mexico, you see his facility in the back. His garage is converted where it's a mixing stage. You walk through his one room and there's his avid. He can push away, right, from his from his avid and turn around. And he has his composing station there too. So he can do some temp music or whatever. Because again, he's not just a guy that can wear multiple hats. He's he and he's not just efficient with multiple hats. He's a master of multiple hats. And again, if you watch any of his BTS of his movies you know that fucking guy can cook too. He has a 10-minute film school and a 10-minute cooking school on every Blu-ray and DVD. And it's pretty great. And if you haven't tried him yet, since we mentioned Sin City, Sin City Breakfast Tacos. Yes, do that. Because he does it for everything from, that, from scratch. Dude, he makes the tortillas from scratch all the way to the end where he's shoving the food in his mouth. Mm-hmm. I always mm-hmm. knew him as a cook. So when so when the chef show came around... And I always knew him as a pimp. Stop, stop that. <laughs> when Favreau and uh, Roy Choi go to Robert's house and that kitchen looks familiar. Again, if you've seen the, those blurry extras, you know what I'm talking about. And for me to watch that, it's not a big deal. It looks familiar to me, but Joey hadn't seen those behind the scenes for, for the, those Blu-rays. So when he's watching a chef show with me, he's like, Oh, I really need to show you something. But what's cool since we mentioned battle angel Alita, one of the things that they did in this, there's, there's chocolate that Alita eats in the movie. And the mold that he has, he makes those chocolates. He made chocolate for every Robert made chocolate for people. He became a chocolatier. So the fucker is making chocolate for the cast every day, for the crew every day. And so when you see her eating that chocolate, he made that mold and he actually made the chocolate that you see in the movie. And they showed that a little bit on the chef show, which is pretty crazy. Again, I'm not surprised by that. I know I sound enthusiastic about it because I just like going, but I'm also, I wasn't the least bit surprised because when the dude wants to learn something, he just learns something. Pretty wild. Oh, that's what happens when you got money, dude. Do whatever the fuck you want. And there's a reason you why he's in, he's in Austin because he can do whatever he wants. If he wants, to, he, he, it's. I mean, Austin. I have other places in, that you can live in Texas is, isn't exactly cheap. It's probably the most expensive of the areas because of the cultural and people the draw people to move there. But he's great, man. He's he's one of those guys that look. Not everything he delivers is great, but it's always watchable. It's always worth watching. Because the guy just has fun doing what he does. And that's and that's another thing too. If I see the behind the scenes of something before, that he's done before I've seen the movie, it makes the movie more enjoyable for me because he's just, he loves doing what he does. I have not seen any of his episodes of the Boba Fett show. I just don't have any desire to see it. It just, uh, you all know I love that, the Mandalorian, but man, I just, this has not been appealing to me at all. I just, I don't know, man. I just kind of- Waiting for Kenobi, are you? 
I, then that was what the funny thing is. We knew about that one before any of the other ones <laughs> and there. And I've been looking for another teaser for that drop. Thanks for bringing that up um, last week. And, you know, hey, what, what, it looks exactly like something they would have done like right after the last movie. That, that or or right after uh, what was it? Uh, that's what I mean. The what last. Were the, what were the middle three movies? You know, the last <laughs> the last movie that he did as it that Ewan McGregor did, which was Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, and he still looks the same. Like he hasn't aged. They, they haven't. It's funny too because you're you're waiting for Vader to show up in the teaser. You're waiting for it. The fact that they right. don't show it just tells you that he's gonna be there, right? I think they would have been better off not showing it because then now you're just like, now you just annoy people. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you would have just showed him or just a silhouette of him, then you would have been like, okay. Or just give us the breathing, dude. Yeah. I need to see him. Just give me that at the end. Just as you're, as it, as it cutting, just before you bring up the Kenobi logo. Yeah. And he wakes up <laughs> Where, from so sweat he, in his hut on Tatooine. <laughs> um, the kid playing. Let me write for you fuckers. <laughs> the, the, the kid playing Luke. The funny thing about it, when I saw the, the kid's headshot, I laughed pretty hard because if you watch the behind the scenes for Phantom Menace, they came down these three kids that were going to play Anakin. And the funny thing is when you open up, the, when, the, when you would see the casting folks open up the, the middle envelope, stapled to one side is the headshot and stapled to the other side is a pre-production photo, I mean, just a costume photograph, a costume test photograph of Mark Hamill in his traditional Luke Skywalker, you know, khaki robe, right? Or sashy robe or Komodo. Before the accident. They clearly want you to go. We want you to look at this and go, we, they're looking for a face. They're looking for a match that makes sense for this kid to grow up to be a father of this, this guy you're seeing over here, me and Luke, Luke's father, obviously. So when you, <laughs> fuck, so on the behind the scenes for Menace, the two the two kids, there's two kids that don't get the job, kill it. The one kid is like he looks just like he could be Mark. He could be Mark Hamill's kid. He looks just like him, right? And he smokes, dude. He's just so good. And then Jake Lloyd, who does get the part, fucks it up so bad. Like fucks it up so bad. And the casting team are kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We kind of know what we want. And they go play tape back for George. And even though the consent that there's a verbal consensus between the casting crew before they ever showed show George that that one kid in particular kicked ass, that was their guy. And oh, George is gonna see that. And then George watches the tapes and just goes, Well, some kids just test well. And he picks, obviously picks Jake Lloyd. And when you watch more behind the scenes, he fucks up lines all the time. Like all the time. It's like, look, you you you're already up against it by hiring a kid. If that's the story you're telling, but you got to hire a kid. Well, what's the point of auditioning them? What's the point of having the headshot <laughs> when the kid that killed the audition and looks just like Mark Hamill? He's your guy. And you just don't, oh, some kids just test well. I'm like, well, what's the point of having the, the matching photograph if you're not going to match? Anyway, it's just one of the, um, one of the many things that, <laughs> that, that uh, the chaos that surrounded that movie and the, the, the two movies following that. I like the fact that he casts all those um, kids that look just like him as he walks. I will give Lucas that. That's some spot on casting. I don't even know he found those kids, but they, man, they look like him. It's so weird. <laughs> you tell me they're not kids. What do you do? What? Come on. 
no, I'm not doing that. Come on. Uh, anyway, that's, I mean, not much more to say, man. It's just one of those. No. Hey man, if you're, if, if you're around Zebulon, uh, you know, down on Fletcher here in Los Angeles on the 29th, go check out, uh, the divine horseman and the hangman. They'll be playing there. Zebulon. 29th. Uh, uh, also, um, you guys know what a massive fan of churches I am last year when they put out the screen violence album, one of the most amazing songs on the record is a collaboration that they did with Robert Smith from the cure. Well, about two weeks ago on the NME awards, they performed a song together for the first time. It was, as it is when, when they do the song on the tour, when Joey and I went and saw them in December, Lauren Mayberry, the lead singer of churches, she does all the, all the lyrics and she's all the verses and then, but including Roberts, but this is the first time you get to see them perform. Anyway, right now, and I will post a link to the video of them performing that, but they also do Just Like Heaven, which is kind of cool. So I'll put both those links in there. Actually, I'm going to probably put one of those songs I thought you here. didn't like The Cure. No, the, I don't love The Cure. I'm I'm like Kat Denning in, in Nick and Nora. I like, I'm okay with The Cure. I don't even know what that means. But I'm not in love. Well, some people do. Some oh, people okay. listen to the show do I'm know saying, I don't means. know what that means. Again, if you've seen Nick and Nora, you guys know what I'm talking about. But I'm more like Nora. I feel like there's some songs that are classic pop songs and some of it just sounds derivative of everything else that they've done. And I just don't dig it. I, I have massive respect for Robert Smith because that dude can do some, he's done some really prolific work. And when you listen to this song on that breakdown I talked about before um, that they do with the group and hearing his stems and all the little stuff that he did, what just what an amazing supportive dude he is so when you see them perform together it's pretty wild but right now churches are doing some european shows and have done so and he's performed that they came out and did the same two songs just like heaven and and churches how not to drown um at a bunch of shows around uh, around london which i thought was kind of cool did some did some shows in scotland too it's been cool to see that so i'm gonna you're probably hearing one of those songs right now underneath this so. <laughs> Anyway, so if you want to follow the show on Twitter, it's at Karate Pod. Same thing with Instagram. If you want to support the show on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash KITG podcast. Or if you want to support, sorry, or if you want to follow us on Letterboxd, it's email Corey at Corey underscore Culp. If you'd like to follow me, you can follow me at Rock and Roll 33 on your Instagram or at Tom Cody on Letterboxd.com. That's Letterboxd, Letterboxd with a dot and a com.
I don't want 